Welcome to the Restless Midlifer podcast, helping you get life back on your terms and recapture that spirit of adventure. Hi and welcome to episode 64 of the Restless Midlifer podcast and this is continuing the series of revisits to some of the earlier episodes of the podcast when it was called the Sprout Sweater. Um, the reason for this, is two reasons, one is could because I'm just taking a little bit of time out to focus on the reshape, Midlife Reshape Academy which I'll come back to um, but also to give you a chance to refresh or to listen for the first time to some episodes that I feel are foundational to the my approach and the approach of the Restless Midlifer when working towards our our midlife goals our health goals in particular and i've talked a lot about that over the last few weeks particularly focusing on reshape and midlife health and these these episodes i feel help provide some flesh out some context and foundation to those so check them out uh, this week's episode is i've titled it the goal of the goal is not the goal now that's a bit of a mouthful but what i want to get into in this and what i do get into in this is what place does setting a goal and working towards a goal have within our bigger picture the bigger picture of what we really want from our life you know the aspirations and how do we shift from where we are now so i'll leave the pod the the, the recording of the that podcast episode to explain that i think it's episode 10 of the sprouts but if you want to listen to the original um but i think it's just important to sort of get these foundational points in place when we're starting to shift and move ourselves and give ourselves some achievable milestones, if you like, which is what a goal should be. Because a goal is not of the goal. The goal of the goal is not the goal, as the podcast will explain. So let me know your thoughts or questions or any feedback by emailing me, Dave, at restlessmidlifer.com. And uh, to keep you in the loop as i have done for the last few weeks i have launched the rest that sorry i have launched the midlife reshape academy over at midlifereshape.com and that's born out of working with a lot of clients over the last few years in trying to develop and rekindle that sense of adventure in midlife deal with the excessive stresses and strains of life and also what seems to be a key priority is the in the sore doing taking our eye off our health and i found that regaining health energy losing weight and feeling better in our midlife skin is a priority not just for me but for many of those clients and no doubt many of yourselves and we've achieved some great results and from that from my learning my research um the coaching the experience of that what works what doesn't uh, i've created the midlife reshape academy and there you can find the programs of coaching to support you in achieving your own midlife health goals. So hop on over to midlifereshape.com and learn more and check out some of the case studies and testimonials there. Take care for now. Well, first, if you do a Google search on what a goal is, you'll get a lot of different perspectives. And yes, they coalesce around similar interpretations, but I think I prefer to stick to the everyday usage and add a coaching perspective on that. A goal is something you set yourself as something you want to achieve. Now, that might be to lose a certain amount of weight or to run a certain distance, lift a certain amount of kilos with a barbell, or, as in my case, achieve a muscle-up at the CrossFit box. You see, here's my thinking on goals. How often do we set ourselves a goal, like running a marathon, for example, in order to achieve a bigger aim, like getting healthier or losing weight, etc.? For example, my muscle-up goal... It's not the end. I don't just want to do it for its own sake. No problem if it was, but often we build in goals like this to move us forwards to a bigger vision of ourselves uh, and the future or where we want to be. And there's a word for that, vision. Now, I know it gets used in all sorts of contexts. So again, use whatever phrase works for you. The point is, my vision was is to improve my health and to be fitter at 66 than I was at 45. See episode eight, where I introduced that and talked to Simon Ward, the triathlete and high performance human coach. So 
Okay, the bar was set low when I set that goal of being fitter in 66 and 45. But when I mean healthier and fit, I don't necessarily mean also being able to lift heavier weights at 66 than I could at 45 or run as fast. Not that I was either particularly accomplished at either one. I see it as an all-round fitter me. Strength, endurance, cardio, health, flexibility, balance and so on. So that being an overall vision, something I can probably always aspire to and never fully achieve. Something where the work will never be done, I guess. I set myself incremental targets or goals along the way. And that's useful. But in the midst of it, we can lose sight of our bigger why. I remember back in 2009, after several beers with my mate Stu, hi Stu, if you're listening, we, well, he suggested we cycle Land's End to John O'Groats, which is about 800 odd miles of road track, hills and flat. Now, albeit I was a tad lubricated with alcohol at the time, certainly helped in sort of a, in my agreeableness. I also recognised an opportunity to lose weight. <laughs> Grant you, it's a savage way to do that. But in my all of non, all or nothing way of thinking, it made sense. In fact, I'll be honest, I remember thinking, that'll sort that, that'll sort the weight loss, and then I can. Well, can what? Go back to normal? Get the weight off and then return to what? And that's the trouble. With goals, if we use them in a misguided effort to achieve something, then we can see them as isolated in themselves as one-offs. And again, that's okay. Let's say you really want to run a 10K for its own sake. Great. Now, as a coach, I'd be interested in digging a bit deeper with you, exploring your why. What makes that particular goal so motivational for you? But that aside, that's an honourable goal. But I would argue that goals are not our vision. They are milestones, mini achievements, if you like, that fit into a bigger vision of our lives. One bucket list goal I want to be able to do is to run the Marathon de Saab, a series of ultramarathons ultramarathons across the Sahara Desert in southern Morocco. And yes, I want to do it for the achievement. But I also want to do it for the impact on me, for for the impact on my life and my sense of who I am, the bigger picture of, of that. It's not just the achieving and the, uh, the goal that really matters. It's who we become or who I become in that as we work towards those goals. There's a proving to myself in that case that I can. So when am I going to do that or attempt that? Well, at the moment, it's in the bucket list as I'm working on other goals like the muscle up and building up my running again. But here's my question for you before next week when we start to explore the power of small habits in getting us started and moving in the direction of our goals. What goals do you have? What are you actively working on and what have you parked? or forgotten about, or even talked yourself out of it, maybe saying that you're too old for X, Y, or Z, or who are you to think you can, or, you know, it doesn't fit in my life anymore. Remember, it's not about achieving the goal. It's about the growth and the journey along the way to achieving it. So why not take a few minutes every day over the next week and build a list of all the things that you would like to achieve, do, or get? Now, a goal could be a physical challenge or a purchase, For now, just add them to the list without judgment. You you might even want to separate them out into achieve, you know, some sort of achievement like run a 10K or get a promotion. Do, which could be an experience or just something you want to really do uh, or get, you know, purchase or some, some belonging item. Try not to censor yourself as you make the list. In writing them down, there is no commitment being made here. You are not saying to yourself, you have to do them now or ever. You're simply getting them out of your head. There's a phrase that's come up before in the podcast, hasn't it? Get them out of your head and see them and reflect on them. And reflect on them is something I do recommend. But in the context of this question, what is your overall vision for your life? Again, I'm not making any commitments here and it's not about you making commitments. It's just letting yourself for now dream. 
And as well as what is your overall vision for your life? Who do you want to be in the process? Which for me is the most important aspect of all of this. And sometimes writing that that particular aspect down as a statement in the here and now, I'm the kind of person who treats people with, has confidence in myself, doesn't let my own negative self-talk win out, etc., etc. Whatever. Define who you want to be and who you see yourself as in this vision. Now, I know that sounds all big and grand, and you may actually find that there's a fair bit about your life right now that's great. In fact, that is part of the process of self-coaching through this, to realise what parts of our life are damn fine as they are, and then identify where we want to tweak or make changes. For now, though, this is an exercise in exorcising those dreams and hopes that we have perhaps put on hold or stuffed back down inside. The how, well, well, let's work on that later. For now, start to develop a rough shape for your future vision. Establish what you already have or can do or be now. Let's be right. Being the kind of person who doesn't let their negative self-talk win out is something you can work on right now. It is not necessarily something you will leave until you achieve X, Y, or Z. It's a work in progress. Yeah, but what isn't? And having that rough shape, that rough vision gives you a direction of travel. Moving yourself and your life in that direction is our mission should you choose to accept it. And that's where goals can help. Revisit your list of goals and see which ones complement, contribute, and actively move you in that direction. My example of the muscle-up, for example. For me, it combines so many elements of fitness that it has a valid place to work towards my overall vision. And it's also fun and challenging for me. Now, why do I talk about rough vision and a general direction of travel and picking goals that help you move in that direction? Well, let's face it, right here, right now, you are setting your goals and devising that vision with only partial information, aren't you? And here's where I think for most of us, unless you're ultra-focused on a specific path like competition training or a definite career path or, you know, something you've set yourself on without kind of any any doubt, allow it, if, you, if that's not you, allowing some flexibility in the process, into the process can help greatly. Because that missing information that I'm referring to when, when you're setting your goals, you know, we're setting goals with only partial information. That missing information is the future. We have no idea what the future holds, the good and the not so good. Imagine, you know, we hold now 10% of the information that we know, just, just for purposes of the example, and that 90% of the information is unknown to you. It's in the future. And we can often embark on working towards our goals with some kind of rigid certainty, unblinking in the face of challenge, change and opportunity, as if there is no doubt around that goal. And this is where holding a general vision, having a general direction of travel means that as life happens, uh, we have the flexibility to adapt and adjust course or even change out the goal we might be working towards. That's not being weak or lacking determination. Indeed, we're focusing our strength and determination on the bigger picture, the direction of travel. Life may knock us off course or place an obstacle in our path and may even render the achievement of a particular goal impossible. I mean, who's to know? We cannot know at this point or at the point of setting the goal. And if we rigidly fixed ourselves on achieving the goal without it being contained within that bigger vision or contributing to that direction of travel, we can feel cut adrift, like we're failed, like we're not up to it, and we can turn inwards on ourselves or we'll get very bitter about the world. But if we recognise that the goal is not the, uh, well, goal, <laughs> it is a means to move us in that direction, we can switch it out, we can adapt it, or we can even take a diversionary route via another goal, but that one that keeps us 
moving in the general direction of our bigger vision. And perhaps most importantly, we can enjoy the experience and the scenery, the unexpected scenery that comes along from those changes and and mishaps and the things that set us back. The unexpected different view or the experiences that we we have add richness and texture to our day-to-day lives. So, as our craft, the Sprout One, begins the landing process, allowing you to return to your fellow humans. One, plan to spend two minutes each day reflecting on your goals, the old and the new. Two, capture any that pop into your mind as you go about your day. Ensure you don't forget it. Get it on a bit of paper, send it to yourself via text, capture it and add it to the list when you can. Three, think about your general vision for life and who you want to be as a person, the kind of person who, dot, dot, dot. And four, compare your goal list against your vision and the identity and pick a goal or two that if you work towards will move you in the general direction of your vision. Thank you for listening. You will find all show notes, links and resources mentioned at restlessmidlifer.com. And why not spread the word? If you know a fellow Restless Midlifer, share the show and the links. And if you haven't already, subscribe to it in your podcast feed of choice. And one more thing, if you enjoy the show, it would be great if you could rate it by visiting restlessmidlifer.com forward slash review. It would mean a lot, and I may even give you a shout out in return. And a quick final thanks to my production assistant, Karen North of North VA, and for the music, which is called Silver Star, by the awesome Logan Nicholson of Music for Makers. Check out musicformakers.com. Take care for now, and don't forget, you really can live a less stressful, much healthier, and more meaningful midlife. Gory Adventure.